0: Welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with some people. Hello, people. Hello, hello. Hello. People. hello, person. These people are not all Billowing Hilltop people. They're other people here in our command pod. We're having a chat about the Age of Worms for a bonus piece of material that we hope to release in the very near future. As always, thanks for listening to our funny little story. We are always extremely grateful for any ratings or reviews you could leave us. And if you subscribe, it helps us with, I don't know, some kind of computer thing to do with podcasts that we don't fully understand. You can find us on Twitter at BillowingHilltop, You can find us on Facebook. And you can always email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. Paul will take your email, rearrange the words into one of his tone poems. Um, I've run out of things for Paul to be doing with emails, so I'll give up there. Anyway, that's it. We've got no other news or information, so let's just push on with episode 101 of the Billowing Hills on podcast, The Love
1: for Three Oranges. Since the beginning of history, the people of Hearth have measured time in ages, Ages of glory and ages of dreams have risen and fallen, each with its heroes and sorrows. Now one long foretold age is rapidly approaching. An age of darkness, of decay and of writhing doom. Thousands of years ago A mortal learned of this unborn age and knew it was his destiny to rule it. Now he exists as dark thoughts of rot and deceit. His name spoken only in whispers by people ever fearful of his spreading influence. Chios, once mortal, stands poised to destroy and unknowing world. If unopposed, he shall usher in the Age of Worms. But there is hope. Chius has left traces. Chius has left clues. For in those days long past, Chius built a great city as he sought the secrets of this writhing age. A city where he enhanced and refined his power over the undead. A city that was to serve as the site of his ascent to godhood. A city that now lies in ruins. The hope of the world may lie in these ruins. And in a small band of mismatched and mistrusting heroes whose destiny is to explore them.
0: Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Evening. Good evening. I am here with Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Mike. Graham. Hello, Graham. Hello, Mike. Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Graham. And Johnny. Hello, Johnny. But no Lucas, who was injured uh, during recording of our last introduction. Mm. He's convalescing on the South Pole. That's where he goes, isn't it? Yeah. But we're going to push on. We're just going to pick stuff up straight from where we were. There's no recap or anything. You're in the tomb of Ecosiol. Should we do, You've should killed we do the thing with up. loads of eyes. Yeah. The benevolence of Ort has been bestowed upon you. Mm. If you want to go around and do your leveling choices, let's do that. Who wants to start? Graham. Okay.
2: My leveling choices are quite simple. I get some more spells. I get access to sixth level cleric spells. There's some really interesting ones. Six-level six really... cleric spells. Go on, then. So I, I was then, quite tempted by um, Hero's Feast. I think that's what it's called. Right. Yeah. Which is kinda like aid, only better.
0: Right. Oh, I thought it sounded like a oh, yes. those boring. Yes, I, I thought know it was what you like mean that one. one of those I know that one. You create a table of food for up to eight people. You do, you it's create not, a table of food oh. for up to
2: eight people. It takes an hour. And then everyone gets two D ten increase to their maximum hit points and hit points for the next twenty four hours?
1: You're kidding. Wow!
2: They become immune to poison, being frightened, make or will saves at advantage. It's quite good. Oh wow. yeah. hell. It cures it, uh, disease and poison. Yeah, the there's a Tasha's spell that does something similar. Mm. That so I that at. I was that I'm going to keep in my armory, but I, I'm not com- currently thinking I will use. Or was it, it a Tenser's? Um, Might have been one Tenser's spell. spells. Fancy. So I'm going to I'm going to prepare heal because that's quite cool.
0: Heal. It's interesting that you mentioned tensor bonds, but we'll get back to that in a bit.
2: You're going to pick heal, as in heal, as in the big, the big recover. Uh, what is that? Hit all bar how much? No, it's like 70 hit points. I right now. 70 hit points. Enmity, blindness, deafness, and any diseases. Okay, oh, I mean, basically amazing. It's also range, so it's kind of handy.
0: What? Range. <laughs> heal is, is
2: quite handy. Hell. Heal is a range spell. Yeah, it's got 60 foot range.
0: Oh my god. Never used okay. to be. Not in the old days. days.
2: Not in the old days. <laughs> no <laughs> no, no, quite no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Quite interesting right. spells in there. But that's basically what you get. Um you can leave your back door open. Any offensive spells? Uh harm. <laughs> When's like flame strike and blame blade, blade blame barrier? <laughs> so uh, blade, blade barrier is on a fixed level. I looked at a no. blade barrier, I was thinking attempted a little bit with that. I did quite like Word of Recall is kind of cool. Ooh, Word of Recall. Mm. Mass Teleport. That's oh, like, yeah. that's what that does, basically, to a predefined location. Quite like that one as well.
0: Mm. But you can pick any one of these, right? Yeah.
2: You prepare a spell. You have access to all of them.
0: Yeah. A night's Rest. Then you can pick one of these spells. So if you need to mass teleport, you could... Right. Yeah. Tenth to eleventh level, and from book six to book seven, which we'll talk about in a bit, mm. I definitely sense there's a sort of shift in everything right from one tier of play to another tier of play like high level spells yeah i've been reading ahead everything is a lot more scary we'll get into that in a bit um anybody anything else from you um graham on sessions well, what uh, did you decide about your magic item i haven't decided let's do magic at the end let's go around and do okay. the items at the end because dear readers i have some extraordinary news <laughs> and that news is that somehow this lot have managed to allocate the treasure that they found in the sarcophagus of Ecosio, without an argument. In about 30 uh, seconds. Offline, in about 30 seconds flat. So we'll get to that in a bit. We'll go around and we'll talk about what you found. But let's push on with the next person. Who wants to go next on leveling up? next contestant. Paul, who's the next
3: contestant? All right, I'll go. I've got something called Reliable Talent, which I was like, about in the first half a second. But then I went, oh, that's rather cool. So anything that I've got a proficiency bonus in when I make an ability check, anything that I right. roll uh, 9 or lower gets counted as a 10. So, for example, stealth, I get plus 11. So it means I'm plus 21 automatically.
0: So you're guaranteed a 21 because you can't roll lower than a 10, is yep. that what you're saying? So stealth, got
3: it. sleight of hand, perception, investigation, insight, nice. deception, athletics... They're all plus 10 automatically to what we've got, and stealth being the main one. So that's kind of, with my flying capability now, that's why I really want Alessandra to become, you know, the probe. It is well ahead.
4: One always fails, though, doesn't it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? Always fails. It says... So you have a 1 in 20 chance of failing, whatever. The rules say whenever you make an
3: ability check that lets you add your proficiency bonus, you can treat a d20 roll of 9 or lower as a 10. That's what it says.
5: So, no 1s. Unless... Uh,
4: uh, he doesn't say order,
3: except for a 1.
4: No, it no, and the general rules say the specific rules override the general 1s, but it does seem a bit weird. That's right, they do. So a bit weird. That
0: would be that. Well, let's so not argue fail. about this now. Let's yeah, argue fun. about it when it's really important. <laughs> yeah, When Paul rolls a 1 at a critical juncture. Then we will have a really long. Doesn't it? What armor class are you now?
3: Through? Seventeen. And how many hit points? Maximum sixty nine. Okay. Mm, nice. This is all about having the assassinate feat. It's all about. Yeah, that's tricky is, though
5: because you need. Yeah,
3: so so surprise attack. Getting a surprise attack means yeah. that you get the sneak attack damage, which is now sixty six. And yeah. it's an advantage. And that's gone up
0: as a result of going up to that. Yeah, and it's an right.
3: advantage. And then you start getting criticals and stuff like that when you hit. So it's about doing massive damage on a surprise attack, scouting ahead. Yeah, but you, need to, get,
5: cool. you need to engineer that position.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, you do. Yes. That's generally the difficult yeah, bit. That is the difficult bit. Can we talk about criticals briefly? Yeah. We're not gambling anymore, right? Nobody's gambling. We're not gambling. That house rule, to me, seems to have just become irrelevant because... Well, why would there you when the... Exactly. There are very few instances where you would swap all of that extra damage that you're now doing. I mean, look at Alessandra, right? An extra 66, that gets doubled. Yeah. The base weapon damage gets doubled. Why would you risk that against an opportunity to get something which could be quite underwhelming on a card? I just don't see why people would do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I've had a thought, because I like critical hits, and I like lethality. And my thought is, we just tweak it. No more gambling. If you roll a 20 on a hit, it's a critical. You do whatever the double damage is. If you confirm, you also pull a card. Oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, no gambling. You're not potentially sacrificing your extra damage. It's extra lethality. But bear in mind that that would also apply for your mm. opponents. Mm. That would be the. That's the thing. Not sure about that. all these things are source for the. You know what's it? Um, take a gander, think whatever well it is. Anyway, have a think. We don't have to decide now. Mm. It's going to be. I mean, I would have thought 10 to 15 minutes before you're going to be attacked by anything. So we can worry about it then. <laughs> Is there anything else Paul no that's on your that is that it more hit points more yeah more hit
3: points but I think yeah
0: you're all still on the same um proficiency bonus and all that stuff that's not moved on has it that's every four levels so that's 13th is your next one
4: yeah got so, it Something okay got buggy yeah, 12 I can't remember but. the barbarian is I think pretty lazily put together because the right. fifth level it's just boring nothing happens it doesn't get any more interesting as a character than the Sort of extra abilities are really not very good, so good I've stopped doing barbarian and now I'm just carrying on with the cleric.
5: Is there nothing in Xanathar? Because the the range is a bit like that, but Xanathar well, kind of turns picked,
4: it something pretty really good. I didn't have Xanathar's Guide to Gross. I've only got the Player's Handbooks, and I've already chose the yeah. It's the, the Primal Path. Chose the moment. Primal Path, and I, I, I don't know. Just
0: a, well, what's your Primal Path?
2: Um, it's oh. Uh, runaway. It's the very front-end loaded one, isn't it? Because it gives you the really good rage damage reduction. Yeah. And then less further on, whereas some of the others work slightly differently.
0: Relentless Rage. At 11th level, your rage can keep you fighting despite grievous wounds. If you drop to naught hit points while you're raging and don't die outright, you can make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. If you succeed, you drop to 1 hit point instead. So that's a bit like um, Parker's Relentless. What's it? Which level is that?
4: Eleventh. I I don't want to struggle all the way to eleventh levels of barbarian to get that. I mean, oh god, I keep forgetting. I
0: keep forgetting. What level are you? Sorry, fifth. Oh dear. Why? wait, wait. Six
4: levels extra barbarian just to get that. I mean,
0: oh, and you've got fifth level. Your speed increases by. Well, but I. You see, this might be a consequence of multi-classing, Johnny. Right. No, as in, no, you're an eleventh level character, but all of the powers that you're getting as you get an opportunity no, to go up no, level it's... are fifth, sixth level powers, right? The barbarian it's like, is badly designed, I it need to rethink. It. I think it depends Isn't what you want to lazy? do.
2: If you're an eleventh level barbarian, you'd have a shit ton of hit points. Yeah, shit ton. But, yeah. Yes, and you have all, you have this you kind would... of continuous raging. You're raging all the, effectively all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but to get to 11th level now, he would have to have not taken any levels in clear- That's okay. what I'm saying, is that the, the yeah. menu is a little underwhelming. It's all a bit like from the kids' menu, even yeah. though everybody else <laughs> is picking 11th level powers. Yes,
4: yeah. So Graham's got these cool spells, right? How does that compare to what the Barbarian's getting at 11th level?
0: Well, I mean, that's a separate question, but the Barbarian is... I mean, I don't know, because I haven't looked at it in an enormous amount of detail, but a Barbarian is not meant to... You know, you've made that it's choice mass teleport, to basically... And things like that. It's just not... you but know, it's not yeah, but so balanced. to a place that you've pre-arranged. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah, one Not It's not that, it's not that good. good. If you survive having your head chopped off by the 11th level barbarian, right? I mean, the, 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 you do enormous amounts of damage <sighs> and you're incredibly difficult to kill. Of course, I forgot that you're picking from the 5th level menu, which is no, just. No, no, no,
4: no. You, you haven't rubbish. got my point. I just, I just saying, you know, beyond 5th level barbarian, it's just it's right. boring stuff, like you're saying. It's like right. It's, it's
3: the same old, same stuff. old. Same yeah. old, not really. More damage, more
4: so rage. So I've taken this, another cleric,
2: and I've picked meld to stone. So you're definitely going for being the second best cleric. That's good. Yeah. Meld oh, to I'm, stone. I is that <laughs> one of the spice Meld, meld
4: into stone. <laughs> and basically what I can do there is if I'm... It's like a get out of jail free card. So if I'm on lower hit points, I just basically merge into the wall, and they can't do anything <laughs> against me.
0: What, like, like Homer backing into the hedge? Yeah. Yes,
4: it's exactly uh, the hedge backing it. Uh, yeah. I don't right. know about that but okay. I've never so seen it. rather than running
0: away you literally make yourself part of the landscape
4: <laughs> yeah and then this is the cool yes. bit you remain aware yeah. of the passage of time and can cast spells on yourself while merged into the stone so you can heal yourself whilst you merge so into the stove. I can, can spot the perfect
0: Johnny heal myself yeah. perfect
4: Johnny spell buff up back out
0: yeah, the perfect Johnny spell. Yeah, the only thing really. you need now is to have Grimbold rolling an enormous stone ball along next to you. Every no, I've got, I've got a plan for Grimbold, which we will go into later. Okay, then. we need to talk about Grimbold um, some
4: And then, yes, that was it, really.
0: Okay, somebody wrote a poem about Grimbold, but we'll get... No, I don't know, at some point we'll... Yeah. Maybe not now. Who's going to do Parker? Nobody's going to do Parker. Okay, well, I'll do I'll do Burple, shall I? Yeah, let's do Burple. Burple,
5: Burple, Burple, basically... Has a six level spell, but bard six level right. spells generally aren't that great. <laughs> and the thing about the bard is is basically <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: Do you, do you be really be
3: delighted.
4: <laughs> they shouldn't be powerful.
5: They shouldn't be powerful. Why can't you
4: just straightforwardly not... <laughs> enjoy
0: each other's? Yeah. <laughs> successes oh, oh, why has always got to be this kind of like <laughs> looking over the <laughs> neighbour's fence making sure they haven't got out. a better lawnmower than you it's uh, just Dan points
4: out they're a support class they shouldn't be gay they shouldn't have it's to be but so it's a purely support, focused but, character
5: so yeah. so basically yeah. where is this support they're a prime prime character class
0: so, Johnny, when an old when an old friend of yours, whatever, says, "I've got some really great news. I've just been offered this promotion," whatever. Do you is your first instinct like you just think, <laughs> "Oh, really? Oh god. <laughs> you yeah, you're not as
5: good as no, me. No. You shouldn't no. be getting that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I should not be getting it." No. So, basically, uh,
1: well,
0: yeah. There's couples, I mean, I know if I heard that any one of you had won the lottery, my instinctive reaction would be,
1: "Oh, bollocks." <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, so basically I took
5: uh, it we was between True Sight. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: Good one. Well
5: true sight and you've got you've got see invisible. So see invisibility basically is not concentration, whereas I think no true sight's not either, but um, it's just a much higher level version that that doesn't necessarily give you that much more. Yeah. So I think you're just irresistible dance. Oh no. (sighs) No. Alto's irresistible dance basically is a no save you have to dance. What? You're, you're attacked at, d- at
0: like this I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look this up. I like it
5: for this you a lot. You
3: so it is a question. you have
5: to publish it. No save. You get a save on your action, but until then, people attack you at advantage.
3: Oh, that's good.
5: I thought, you know, if somebody needs to get out of combat, it's a spell that you could cast, then they're get, a bit stuffed.
3: Do you get to choose the, the dance then, then you can, as well?
5: Uh,
3: I guess... You could actually say, you've now got to do the Foxtrot or Jive or...
0: What? One creature you can see within range, comic dance in place, shuffling, tapping its feet, capering. Capering? For for the duration.
1: (laughs)
3: Capering.
0: (laughs) This is meant to be a... We've moved from a a slightly more light-hearted tone of adventure bonds into something which is now ma- meant to be a little bit more kind of I don't know menacing and we're meant to be taking this all much more seriously except okay? Dan's turned yep. it back into Blackadder capering <laughs> capering yep capering Very
4: <laughs> Jack
0: and um, creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this spell let me just uh, make a note of that
5: and dance well um, yes, yes. Yeah, there is that
0: bit but still you know you never know Dexterity saving throws, Targets affected by the spell. Creatures of advantage on attack rolls against it. Duh, 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 wisdom saving throw. Fine. Got it. Is it concentration?
5: No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fine. Good. And then basically, I swapped. I swapped out scrying for haste. Nice. Mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, did you now? I did. Interesting.
5: Yeah, I've gone less less kind of scouty. Yeah. And more combatty. Well, I'm yeah. thinking I mean, now. Like, I've
0: got my swords. You see, can't sessions pick scrying as one of his spells? Isn't that in his spell? I can. Like, I'm just yeah. thinking of yeah. I might prepare that. Is it a ritual spell anyway? Scrying. It is, in fact, a ritual spell. But you have to have prepare it
2: to um, to cast it. as a ritual spell.
0: Well, Purple's got to yeah.
3: Purple's got to step yeah. up, hasn't he? Then really, it just because... doesn't
2: take a spell slot, but you still have to. Yeah, because I'm not it. the same kind. Of, I'm not that kind of. Purple's spell got to step so, up. I have
3: to know it. Where Bug has kind of stepped back well, Burple, from being a Burple, combat person. If,
5: if you remember is, Bur, Burpile is Burpile? Burpile is mobile. Burpile. Burpile? Burpile is mobile. So basically <laughs> yeah. he yeah. can spring attack effectively and it's
0: yeah. whereas Uncle Buggy is now basically a fossil, right? So yeah. far as I can work out. And There's he's already got a speed yeah. of forty. Yeah.
5: With with mobile. Mm. So with the haste, the mm. speed is potentially doubled.
0: Tonight's beer, by the way, Paul. Yeah. So he can it just
5: is. zip in from miles away, attack with his two swords, maybe People money space attack. time. Oh. Yeah, you see.
0: By Verdant. Very nice. Sorry, Bons, I was just... Um, yeah, just talking over just my... Literally my marvellous... Came in straight character. over the top. I'm very sorry. It will never... Well, it will happen again. I can't pretend it won't happen again. Anything else from... Uh, more hit points, more whatever, that's it. More hit right. points. 102 hit points. <laughs> right, we okay. are in... Th- what? Really? <laughs>
5: Yeah. hundred and two hit points. Yeah, Fucking join
0: the 102 hell. Club. Hit points. What is this? Jesus H Christ. Oh, everything's it's all gone wrong. So he's We're gonna do th-
5: he's gonna do on a full sort of a round uh, between thirty and forty hit points and, uh, points of damage.
2: Cool. Right. Better than the barbaric the, that's me. that's um, better than me. Yep. Well I only
4: attack at plus have, eight. Yeah. What do you attack at? That's better than me, I think. I'm attacking at plus seven.
0: Yeah, but you are fifth level. Yeah. I mean this is the problem, is you yeah. Instead of having like the full filet mignon with no, the chunky chips it, and the salad, you've no, got the no, kids' no. portion of made, I'd sausage be doing the and chips. And the, I'd
4: still be doing the, the same mini burger.
0: It's the attribute the, distribution,
5: um, I think. Yeah, um, it's because I've got magic swords, though, Johnny. we? Uh, well, let's yeah. talk about magic
4: swords.
0: That's gross. Let's talk about magical items. So you're in the tomb of Okozil, you've opened the sarcophagus, there is an array of magical items. You felt a sort of sense that they were being bestowed to you by the spirit of Okozil when you defeated the... Um, that demon, by the way, I thought was extremely disappointing. The thing with all the eyes, didn't you? Yeah, no, I didn't really get you, it, but... Well, you know, I mean, it's we're just—it's it, like, for an end-of-level boss, I thought Zerkzog, with all of that, your fear is a pleasing garnish, <laughs> and all of that business. It's much more fun. And hooves, um, and all of that, much more fun. This thing yeah. was like... I mean, I, I suppose you didn't get to repeatedly confront it, so you didn't really get a chance to... You know, exercise its exciting personality, but I just thought a <laughs> bit underwhelming the, the, for us the final. Wasn't
5: that interesting?
0: Right. Yes. Not very.
5: Not exactly. as interesting as the other the other places. So, mm.
0: while we're at it, I, you know, I hate to be disloyal, but I didn't think that that last book was particularly interesting. It was heavily edited. I read a lot of advice on forums and so forth, the Paizo forums, mm. about that book six, and pretty much. The universal opinion was that it was a bit of a grind, and as much as you could chop out of it, you should. Right.
4: This was from going into the Cairn, and then this bit up to this point, this book six. Yes, I
0: mean, I think the idea of going back to the Cairn, and the fact that there's been a little teleport gate there all that time, I think that's a really interesting idea, and that there's more to the Cairn, you know, like a part two. It's very interesting. And I thought some of the weirdness, some of the atmosphere was really good. But the actual adventure itself—I mean, I think compared to the, all of the fun that we had with the, yeah. with the gladiatorial games and all of that stuff—I just thought I, it you, didn't I really
4: come. It didn't really work. I mean, like the the columns no. that could have been much more lethal and it's very interesting. With, you know, like yeah, I agree with you. Roles. But then there was other wind creatures we fought or, or armor at the beginning, and they just didn't seem
0: to do anything. Well, no, there wasn't much. There's a whole section that we, well, that uh, we, that I chopped out, involving. We won't get into it. Got rid of that. I thought the interesting bits were the environment. I thought the river bit was interesting. I thought the exploration was interesting. Dungeon crawls have to be really interesting nowadays, yeah. otherwise they just seem to get a little bit grindy compared to. Yeah. Which we can think about. We can talk about in terms of book seven. But let's. Sorry, I've distracted everybody. Let's do the magic. Let's go round. Who picked what? Who's got what? Let's start with sessions.
2: Sessions has the um, totem of... Yes, storm, which is a yes. wondrous item um, that, if attuned, gives Divine Spellcasters access to some more spells, um, or yeah. obviously thematically storm-related, so-called lightning sleet storm. Uh, it's my set of domain spells. Yeah, domain spells of the Tempest, yeah. Which,
4: which are good, but I don't yeah. know. I just think.
2: Um, and then you hmm. can... Um, Use your yeah, channel that's... Divinity to max out um, spells that do thunder or lightning, lightning damage. Yeah. And once yeah. per short I rest, mean, you can uh, have it... resistance to... So, so It's quite good. It, the The problem, the challenge with it, obviously, is it's an item that needs attunement, and I
0: can't work out whether it's worth
2: attuning or not.
0: The attunement rules is something else we should talk about at some point. You, it, I... you, for the
4: attunement, you could, instead of saying uh, you tune in a short rest, you could do it as an action. Which, uh, Possibly. you know, in a combat, an action is quite a big yes, deal, a, you know, because you, you miss out a whole round.
0: We could have a house rule where as you spend your entire turn doing nothing but a tuning, right? No movement, yeah. no nothing. Um, I'll, I'll think about that one. I think swap we should... Out stuff. I don't think it's a decision we should make in the... It's not you know, a bad idea. In the heat of the... Well, it's not really We never have a heat of a moment down this thing, do we? But we do <laughs> that, that with
5: I mean? spells, don't we?
0: Well, we used to have a house rule which was that you could swap out a spell choice... By spending of what used to be called a full round action, so spending your entire turn to refocus. Yes, I mean the idea would be that you would contact your divinity, or you would rapidly pull out your little traveling spell book and let's I don't know. Through I it. think that was the that was the that I'll was read the it off the page rationale. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the fluff that, that backed it up. Well, let's have a think about. It. I'll, I'll, I shall take that under advisement.
5: Because otherwise, basically, what happens is that wizards who you know, I mean, in original D anD D, sorcerers didn't exist, so you had magic users and that was it but mm. but the one of the joys was basically leafing through the player's handbook going which spell can i use in this situation and having this yes. massive yes. choice
2: and that i'm not sure that
5: we ever played gone. that correctly though. and we
0: never
2: played that correctly
5: that was no we our... never played it correctly but still
0: no yeah, we used to play it incorrectly in the sense that here is the book of spells yeah <laughs> you could pick anyone at any time well because we basically swerved the memorization rules yes. the Vancean memorization yeah. rules yes
5: I kinda of miss that. I quite I, li- I quite like that. I mean we haven't got a wizard, that, yeah, that would be what the wizard does, but Personally
0: got... I used to like it when a lot of the spells were idiosyncratic, were quite whimsical. Yes. The oddest situations could be addressed in inventive ways. Yes. An element of play that you just don't get when you have to plan ahead and be kind of ruthlessly yeah, you efficient and rational. To, the, to a yeah,
5: of the
4: spells.
0: Yeah. Nobody's gonna pick I don't know. Alter self if they've got four spell right. I mean, because because it's yeah. because of the combat. So you bit. never use them. Yeah. We've got yes. quite a spell casting party. I mean, there's lots of people. Yes, you using do. Big time, and the monk has got magic-y stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By spending key points, I don't think it's quite. Well, anyway, so Graham, the totem of the totem of the storm at the moment just it's carrying. A- <laughs> Uh, resembles a stylized lightning bolt carved from the blackened wood of a storm-burned tree from the Aqua Highlands. Aqua is the mythical realm of the Windjukes. The totem bears the inscription Friend of the Storm in (laughs) Fati upon its surface. And it gives you basically Tempest Domain spells and a couple of other powers. Okay. Who was next when we went and did the leveling up?
2: Paul.
3: Yes, I have got the legendary the
2: one (laughs) of the
4: the bow of the east, one of several Yes. Bow of the East Wind, the one that the my Bow of the East Wind gave you in another dungeon and you forgot
3: identity. finally, with its rightful owner.
0: On that, Johnny, it's not another dungeon, right? Hmm. The Bow of the East Wind belonged to a character, I think of yours, called Alfonso. Right. And was lent to a character of Paul's, who I think was called Timmy. No. Or one too many. One too many. Or one
4: too, many. One one too, too many. many.
0: That was in Evenstar. That wasn't a different dungeon. That was okay. the same, so it same dungeon. could be the same artifact. This uh, is the uh, actual This is interesting bow of the because you have heard, you have <laughs> all heard <laughs> of the bow of the east wind and you have heard of a legendary set of adventurers who disappeared in Evenstar <laughs> some years ago, apparently seeking a personage oh. called Duergar Demoni. Who had stolen the holy artifact of the Church of Tonge called the Luster of Saint Suzanne. The theft of the luster from the great temple of Tonge in Evenstar is a well-known thing and the fact that some heroes found a route to another dimension chasing after Duergar Demonite to try and recover the luster is also uh, well-known. And the fact that one of them bore the legendary bow of the East Wind is also known to you. So it is interesting that it's sitting here in this sarcophagus.
3: It's finally with its right owner. I can't remember
4: that dungeon. Well,
5: yeah. that was a really long dungeon. We, we, did, we did that
0: for ages. But Nobody those, knows what happened to those heroes, but there is a... Mem- they basically is a, died. Uh, well, you don't know. We do, because we ran it. We ran them. Is this a the very uh, long
4: dungeon you ran for years, and we ended yes. up being chased by a load of piranha demons?
2: Basically, yeah. yeah, And we ended up... Yeah, yes. we died. We? Yeah, we died. Well, I think we got to a point mm, where we were never going no. to survive. Yes. We
5: never actually played it out. But we, we just
0: don't know what happened to those people, no, we do we? Don't.
5: No,
2: we don't.
0: What we do know is that there is a memorial to them, a, a fresco uh, engraved with their likenesses and names at the fountain of a bear Bearclaw on the way into Evenstar, the fountain that Buggy visited when he went to Evenstar in order to pay his obeisances to his deity. Huh. But those heroes disappeared apparently at the uh, fountain of arisi Bearclaw into some other dimension and have not been heard of for years. Nobody knows what happened to them, but this bow is sitting in this sarcophagus. Nice. So, not, who knows?
3: It's not a bad bow either. It does require achievement, but I have a spare
0: slot. So. Why don't you tell us all about it?
3: This longbow bears the inscription, Speed this arrow to the enemies of law and storms, in farty along its length. You have a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Any arrow fired from this bow deals an extra 1d6 thunder damage to its target on a successful strike. So there's just going to be lots of d6s going thrown around. A creature hit Mm. by a critical hit with this bow must make a dc14 strength saving throw or suffer the effects of a blast of wind. (laughs) Smaller creatures and medium flying creatures are blown back creatures on the ground are knocked back 1d4 10 feet and take 1d4 bludgeoning damage while flying creatures are knocked back 2d6 yeah i'm losing the will yeah, to exactly. live exactly yeah, blah 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 2d6 bludgeoning damage some creatures are not prone largest creatures are not affected the bearer of this you must weapon may cast fly once
0: per day nice yeah
5: you must have there you, you must go. have thought all your all your things had come in all your all my ships what's the phrase Christmas is a common one. Yeah, something like that when you, you realised how that bow fitted.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought that and the reliable talent and the fact that I can fly and all that kind of stuff and the assassination stuff. Uh, yeah. Nice. And the sneak attack.
5: I meant Mike, though. Well, I meant Mike must have gone, actually, I could make
3: that the bow of the East Wind.
0: Yeah. It's perfect. The fact that the bow of the East Wind has been sitting in that sarcophagus has been a long laid plan. Most of the stuff is just, I just you know, make it up on the spot. Yeah. But there are bits of this where I've tried to work in connections to the greater story. Yeah. And if you read the guide to half and even star that I circulated <coughs> about a year and a half ago, <laughs> you'd silly. have found stuff about all of this, but nobody did. So. and this was this, this maybe I should put that guide on the internet somewhere for our 20, I, I believe solidly 20 readers to refer to. Mm. <laughs> Why not? I'll think about it. So they really will be readers.
2: They will be readers, and they'll be able to advise
0: us. They will be able to advise you. I knew they'll be able it. to email readers in, in the first place. You see, to hello at billowinghilltop.com and what's left of Paul
4: <laughs> Johnny
0: <laughs> will be able to <laughs> read not that joke. advice out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <quite> funny. <laughs> Who was next? It was Me. you, Johnny. So I what got the get? Ring
4: of the jukes, heavy platinum ring set with <laughs> large pale blue sapphires and carved <gasps> with the runes of law. So, I ignore strong winds. So, okay. it's okay standing next to uh, pool. Resistance to lightning damage, mm, which is okay. I'm going to get resistance. I'm
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Action once a day. This is quite cool. Transform into a bolt of lightning five feet wide that extends out from you to a point within 60 feet. You then teleport yes. to that point. Each creature, excluding you, dc14 dex save for 10 d6 damage saved to half nice that is nice there you go. but it is even better if i use my wrath of storm i know which i looked up and it it's very cleverly worded no it's not wrath of storm it's uh
0: destructive wrath
4: destructive wrath which is very cleverly worded it's not if you cast a spell you do max damage it's as if you roll thunder or lightning damage then yes. you can max it out. So I am just rolling damage. So I can do 60 points, save to 30.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. So wow. that is uh,
4: pretty pretty good.
0: If we could tempt you out of your fossilized state,
4: yeah.
0: you're going to be quite it lethal. And then Attunement.
4: It does. So I've, I've stopped taking off the ring of jumping.
2: Jumping, yeah.
4: Then I also, once a day, I can do charm monster on a creature associated with elemental air. Elementals have disadvantage on the roll. That'll only be good if we meet those kind of creatures, and if we don't, it's a complete waste of time.
0: That's it. And then finally, and basically, hopefully bringing to a close, a process that has lasted <laughs> <laughs> an interminably long time. Well, actually, I've maybe we can problems. just move
4: on. We don't want to hear, we don't want to hear the, the Bard's Grosso sort of stuff. Burple so. the Bard. So, so, let's start playing. Tell us about your magical item. Well,
5: I got the Short Sword of Ecosial, which yes. appears to be the twin or a, a related item to the Sword of Zosial, which I already had. So the Sword of Zosial is plus two, does an extra 1d6 lightning damage, but it turns out when it's used with the Short Sword of Ecosial, they kind of do stuff together, so it also gets the light property, so I can wield the two together. Yes, the Sword of Ecosial is a short sword, a plus two short sword, that does an extra 1d6 lightning damage, but it it also sheds light in a 10-foot radius. I can cast Fly once per day. And yep. when I bang both swords together, I can fire a 6d6 lightning bolt in a 30-foot line. Thunder Blast. Sorry, yes. Thunder Blast.
0: Is there a limit to the... three um, times a day. Wow. But the thing is nice. that
5: I'm also mobile, right? So with haste, in theory, I get three attacks. Mm-hmm. The first attack is a plus... Eight and does 2d6 plus 4. Mm-hmm. And then the second one does 1d8 one plus 1d6 plus 4. Yes. And then I can throw in an extra d8 from my Bardic, you got your Bardic Inspiration. Bardic inspiration yeah. And then I can yeah. use my haste attack so I can get an extra attack.
0: I mean, it's Sounds terrific. Good. It's great. We're not going to do Parker's item, but there was a set of gauntlets in the sarcophagus. One chased with what seemed to be rolling thunderclouds, the other crackling with electrical energy. And Parker has snaffled those. But we will wait until Lucas returns from his convalescence in the South Pole. Mm. The Fortress of Solitude. Right. Now, there was one other thing. (laughs) One other thing in the sarcophagus. And that is there is what looks like a fragment of a rod. It looks like a fragment of the Rod of Law. Looks like the end of the Rod of Law, because it were the kind of last bit, the tip, um, just the tip. One end is kind of jaggedly snapped off. Um, It's just sitting there. Well, I... In... The Well I said that. Burple, it 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 is calling to you. Yes. For you, Burple, not for the others. It is glowing with a faint blue radiance.
5: Well, I shall
0: touch it. Nothing happens particularly that you do get the sense that there is some kind of energy or connection or something living within it that is either suppressed by by where you are or something else right so right i think the way i would describe it is it's like a mobile phone it's got an it's ego like a mobile phone in a lead-lined room yeah no 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 i don't mean that it's intelligent i mean that it's power is somehow connected to the multiverse to the in some way you feel that it's the other it, you feel that it's well you don't know but the, the the point is that you can sense that, that it has that potential within it but that you can also sense that that potential is dampened somehow whether or not that's because you need to know a command word or whatever it might be or a property of the environment that you're in i mean that you cannot tell but that's what you think anyone got any objection to me carrying it are you lawful uh, you think that it has properties i can tell you about those properties so it's an artifact with all of the things that go along with that right What's that mean? I think it goes common, uncommon, rare, very rare, legendary artifact. Right. So as in artifacts and relics in like old school D&D, yeah. it's like a proper thing. You'd have to what? attune to that. Sure. alignment are you? Me? Yes. You don't have to tell me in... You want to go and tell me in the broom cupboard? No, I can't I remember. Neutral. Okay. That's not perfect, but it doesn't mean that it does you any uh, particular harm whilst holding it. But I think that what it does is it allows you to cast Heal once per day. I need to double-check that doesn't require attunement. If I don't need to attune to it, I can't Obviously, imagine you will just carry an around.
4: artifact that you don't need to attune to it. It doesn't make sense.
5: It's not a complete artifact well, though, so it's a slightly different situation.
0: It is a little odd. The whole situation is a the knight odd, that allows, allows you to
2: cast a sixth-level spell once a day. is pretty gross.
4: That's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, things yep. that you
4: don't attune to are things like, you know, magical weapons, armor, book standard, things like that. If it's some mm. weird, wondrous magic, you almost always attune to it. Well, is yes, anyone going is to true.
5: want to attune to it?
4: It'd be a choice between going very fast, my boots of speed, and having a heal option.
5: But yeah. So my choice cool. would be that or evasion.
0: Well, let's not get ourselves evasion too good uh, backup for purple let's not get ourselves too um distracted by that question because mm. it's again like i say it's sort of academic well it's not academic once we are in combat let's put this a different way do you want to attune to it now let's assume that, that you do need to attune to it in order for it to use its healing oh, heal power yes
5: um no not really right now right
0: so we can we can push on i don't know what you want to do now i mean you're in this um you're in this tomb do you want to do you want to go back out how are we doing for healing Oh, it's a good question yeah how are you getting on I recall that there was quite a bit of damage dealt out yeah. last time. I'm not um, like too short, short rest. Maybe. I can't speak for Parker, obviously, but I suspect that he... I know he was involved in the fight quite um, significantly. I'm, so about, he's going to I'm be, just over
4: half. Me too.
0: Should we do a rest? You don't get the sense that anybody's going to bother you where you, when you room, are. Yeah.
5: Search the rest of the room. Nothing
0: interesting. Let's take a long rest. I mean, nothing at all, to be honest. We have to We're remember something. To do
3: next. We have to remember something. Well, the moment we leave this cairn, we do have yeah. unfinished business with a dragon. Yes. That might be hanging around, so we might want to be on yes. full.
0: Yeah. Why don't we take a long rest?
3: Yeah. Be yeah. my guest. Be my guest.
4: Take a long rest. The sarcophagus, it's got a lid, has it?
0: It doesn't have a lid anymore. That lid sort of dematerialized when you placed the seal of Ecosiol in the outstretched hands of the figure of Ecosial on the lid of the sarcophagus it, it sort of went wooing, and you could get into the middle of it
4: Is there any carving that's, that has the name of Ecosial on this sarcophagus? Well yes, blank? I
0: mean the Ecosial's rune is carved on the sarcophagus and elsewhere in the in the complex
4: Okay, I'm going to make this the final resting place of Grimbold
0: What are you?
5: Oh
4: I see Yes buried with dignity in a
5: somebody else's
4: legendary It's a bit like a
5: sort of magpie, not a magpie, a um, cuckoo.
4: Yeah. Basically,
5: you know, subsuming somebody
4: else's... The story will be lost to time and he will be revered as a great warrior or spellcaster. Okay. So, I don't know how to unanimate well, the creature under your control for 24 hours, after which it stops obeying any command you've given to it to maintain control for another 24 hours, you cast the spell on the creature again. Yeah. The use of spell resource control.
0: You've got about half an hour left of biddable Grimbold, and then Grimbold will just become a zombie.
4: Is there any way of um, sort of dispelling it or killing him?
0: Or I don't think so. I don't think Animate Dead works like that. I, could just I think if you animate a dead thing, you animate it, and that's it. I don't think you can... It's not concentration. And I don't think you can dispel it.
4: I've got destroy undead. I don't want to destroy yeah. it, do I? Um, I we're, it gonna, we're not going to get into the bash. detail.
0: I mean, if you, do, if you choose to pull Grimbald out of the bag of holding and thump him on the head, we're not going to get into the detail of it. I'll right? do
4: that. Grim- I'll do that until he's actually dead, dead, not undead.
0: Yes. No, he's un- dead not undead,
4: dead. But dead, dead. He's dead, dead. Yeah. Normally, Yeah. And then I'm going yeah. to place him in the tomb, push with, away with... the the bones, remove the bones of the coast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We don't need those. Lay yeah, Grimbold fine. to
4: rest, and then try and chip away Grimbold flange into the side of the
0: sarcophagus. I'm sure you can do something that looks, I mean, really ham-fisted and, and amateurish. Yes, excellent. Um, well, well, there we are. Fantastic bit of desecration. Hey, why not? You lay Grimbold to rest. Yes final mm-hmm. resting place of Grimbold build for um, that um, maybe with that reader who sent in a poem, Grimbold poem we can have that inscribed somewhere yeah, yeah I think that's a good idea or we could put a statue to Grimbold up in Diamond Lake or something when our adventures are over mm-hmm. yeah in the last episode the faceless yeah. one five years time
5: yeah the post credits conversation
0: mm. in the bloopers yeah <laughs> um, a pair of legs sticking out <laughs> of the plinth mm. yeah exactly <laughs> With a piece of cardboard, but just this poem scrawled on it. Yeah. Great idea. And I think at this point we should have a quick round of uh, Reincarnate Him. Do you agree? no, he's not going to be reincarnated. Re-in-carnate. reincarnate. I think it's, it's tradition. Re-in-carnate. It. reincarnate. Reincarnate. So soon.
5: Take a long rest.
0: Can we, we take, a long, long take a long rest? Can we press the long rest button? Yes, of course you can, and it takes you to six o'clock in the evening of Thump Day.
2: Awesome! Oh, long rest has been taken. Hey.
0: right then, back out. Good. Right
3: then. Mm-hmm. How
0: do we get out of here? Well, we're going to hand wave that. Oh, thank god. You're not gonna, uh, you, play- you're you're drop gonna make through, a through the it? illusionary. F- no, imagine, yeah, square by tedious square. Well, that's what we do in <laughs> Prince,
3: of, Prince of the Apocalypse. Johnny does make us play. Well, everything.
0: Yeah, but Johnny is trying to buy time. <laughs> you drop through the illusionary floor onto the pillar. There is nothing in The Adventure as written about how that pillar operates in terms of... It's a bit like that thing with the... Remember with the water and the barrel in the sodden hold? Yes. Where it makes mm-hmm. sense one way but doesn't make any sense the other way. It's the same thing. It doesn't make any sense this, but let us assume that when you descend to the pillar you remove the seal from the thing from a co seal what's it and you put it into the thing and then the pillar gently descends you hop your way back johnny you're absolutely right that could be much more difficult and dangerous but hey what we're going to do (laughs) back to the doors back down the staircase you reverse your journey up you can now all fly or Mm. effectively do whatever right you've got the bag of holding so let's just not get into it back up to the shores of the red river back through the chambers where you met the spider the ooze chamber back through the what room. are we
4: doing about the sphere of annihilation and the talisman of the it, sphere it's That's not
5: powerful a, it's not a real sphere, sphere of annihilation i
0: think we realized i can tell you now it's just an image right. it is not actually a sphere of annihilation on the talisman of the sphere though parker who i think is carrying it from my feeble yes. recollection yes is. Yes, yes. parker notices that it seems to have been switched on as in, you've been kind of fishing around with this thing for a while, trying to work out, do I attune to it? Do I not attune to it? What, how does it work? You know, all of that. Well, it's like somebody's put batteries in it. When Parker rechecks his handy haversack, it seems to have been energized. It seems to be live. It doesn't right. do anything. It's not crackling with energy. It's not floating about or anything. But it's obvious now that hitherto it has been dormant. Mm. Mm. Back out to, through the room with the windiness, back through the gate into the Whispering Cairn. I'm, I am mean, going just yeah. stop me if I'm getting yeah. this wrong. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to stop fast-forwarding. We don't need to necessarily drop you onto a map yet, but you emerge through the gate into that little side passageway off the main entrance hall of the Whispering Cairn. Let us say it is 7 o'clock in the evening. There's still a little bit of daylight that you can pick up Coming into the cavern from the main entrance, you've got the light of your various magical items or whatever spells that you've got. I don't know if you're lighting those lights. What are you doing, are alessandra's going
3: to? You... Alessandra's going to scout ahead. I'm going to okay. walk with
0: my sword
5: of social drawn. So no Okay, lights. so
0: the sword of social lights up. Yeah, a little blue light. Alexandra's going to do a Co-Zoal light spell. Lights up. Lights up. Are you sending Alessandra through the gate first?
3: Yeah. Yes, pro one. She, she wants to be. Or can I see
0: through the gate? A hundred foot ahead of her. You can else. see through the gate, Burple. You can see Alessandra through the weird ripply black surface, and then you see her in the corridor. You can see through it like it's a like it's a window. Yeah. She's um, gonna go about a hundred
3: foot ahead twilight. of her. Why light. And she's gonna wake away sneakily
0: it's a mere 40 or 50 feet to the junction and then you did take a left and then it's probably about another 50, 60 yep. feet out to the main entrance. She's Is that what you want to do? Sneaky, sneaky. Roll a stealth check.
3: i get a 31.
0: Nice. You are utterly undetectable as you make your way out into the main entrance hall. You can kind of poke up an inquisitive head around the corner and you can see outside through the entrance of the cairn, out onto the area of open ground That lays in front of the cairn, lying perhaps 60, 70 feet from the entrance. Immobile is the dragon. Can you give me a perception check? Yep. I'm going to put you on a map. 18. Resting on the head of this dragon, in quite clearly an arranged row, are three small orange objects. Mm Mm-hmm. When you say immobile, are we talking asleep or dead? can't detect any movement. You can't detect breathing, for example. What do you want to do, Alessandra?
3: Uh, Alessandra, she's going to trigger her wings of flying for a start, and then she's going to roll a perception check, getting a 27 mm-hmm. to see if there's any sign
0: of life. You stand absolutely stock still and silent, listening to the sound of the world outside. And you can't hear any sound of breathing from this form. And you can't see any sign that it is moving or breathing. It seems completely inert. It's
2: an illusion.
0: It's a
4: trap. It's a trap. The dragon has done an illusion of itself when it's ready to swoop down. Okay.
5: What are the three dots then?
4: So so
3: I'm just going to
0: fly a bit closer. I'm going to emerge from the cave.
3: Yep. She can
0: move. Okay, she you're can about 40 uh, foot. So you'd be about 50 feet away from it. No change. I mean, it's huge, great form lying there, inert on the ground. No sign of life. I mean, you can hear the sound of night birds, evening birds chirping in the trees around you. Yes? I'm probably going to be about 20 foot away from it. Arranged along the top of its head, which is lying flat on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing is, I think, word I would use now that you're closer is slumped this thing are three clementines
3: Oh, Uh, mm. a gift from Hestie dead dragon is a gift
2: from Hestie
5: yeah how did he arrange that he's a bit of a wimp
2: he seems to variable powers doesn't he (laughs) yeah
5: Mm. unless it's a thing of his order and that was done by
4: Marcus Doombringer. Mm. could be the the most powerful mage in the land
1: (laughs) yeah
0: well (laughs) all right. <laughs> what do you want to do, Alessandra? <laughs> do you want to go back for the others, or do you want to keep um, no, she, having a look? She's at this? gonna fly. Radio in for backup. Closer. She's gonna fly closer. Okay. Uh, how close? I mean, you're. I mean, right, right up. up to it.
3: Right up to it.
0: It's not breathing. Right I mean, as up. far as you can tell, this thing is dead. Okay. Mm. This head is a solid six or seven feet long. Mm. I mean, that's just the front bit of the head. I mean, not including the neck and the bit with the by the you know all of that stuff. It's ridged and uh, horny and on the top of these three clementines. Could I... They're about five feet away from you and probably, if you're flying, about level. Do they look like just regular clementines or is there anything different? They just look like regular clementines. It doesn't look like they've been eaten. Can I do an
3: insight check just to see if I can figure out how long this thing's been dead roughly?
0: I think that would be a medicine check. Your knowledge of dragon physiognomy
3: And I have no medicine is, check. Okay. Or well, you
0: just make a straight intelligence. Is it intelligence? Anybody? Can anybody know? Uh, can anybody know? I don't know. I think anybody can. I just don't want to say Graham. I wanted know. to give it the impression that other people might have the answer who it's, aren't Graham, but we know it's Graham.
3: It's a wisdom check and just a straight D20 then. Go for it. Getting a 12. Hmm? You think uh,
0: that... Uh, it's dead. You don't know how... Yeah, you think it's dead. You have got some um, information to mm-hmm. go on from your check because you know when you last saw it alive mm. and that was not much longer than 24 hours ago. So it's
3: been dead for less than 24 hours.
0: <laughs> uh, you're definitely, yeah. If this was it's Morse. Like, if it's the same <laughs> creature. It's the same creature and it's been dead for less than 24 hours because you know it was alive just over 24 hours and you ago. You got that by sticking <laughs> your thermometer. Yes, in
2: its uh, yes yeah, We'll let you know
3: when I've, when I've done the post-mortem at 2 yeah. p.m. I think I'm going to take
2: a clementine. You're reaching for a clementine? Ooh, could be suppressing its life. Oh, my darling.
0: <laughs> that first clementine, as you reach for it, a little mouth appears on it. Ooh. And a voice says,
1: Hello? Is this working? <laughs> Hello? It is Hesty
0: Testapod here. As you can see, I have slain the beast. Oh, pickle, I'm running out of...
3: I think it's time <laughs> to go and get the others. I fly back and I explain okay. the situation.
5: Okay, we'll go out. Paul will pick up the second, Clementine.
0: Yeah. A <laughs> little mouth appears on it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Stupid spell. Anyway, I shall return to my home, but you must go north
1: to the Lake of the Cold Sky to... Uh,
3: I pick up the third Clementine.
1: <laughs> to the Lake of the Cold Sky to True Spire Island. Find Dubringer and be careful. Kios has his spies, but there are others now, you... <sighs>
3: Pick up the first one again. It's just a Clementine. I'll beat the Clementine.
0: Don't want a segment? Are there yeah, any valuable
4: play. parts to a dragon that we can...
0: Ay, scales collect? and bits, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, if there are, you can... I mean, within reason, you can grab them.
4: Are there any corpses in the entrance to the cairn, i.e. cubbins?
0: Cubbins you fought as a zombie in the uh, oh, yeah, Evenstar yeah. Arena.
4: But are there any other, like, henchmen? Oh,
0: you want to animate somebody? Yeah.
4: What about back in the um, Noel Edmonds and thing? Are they back in the oh, Noel Edmonds. lantern room?
0: Yes, you can animate Noel Edmonds. I
4: would be delighted for you to do okay. so. I'll animate him. He deserves it. <laughs> right then. Uh, and You'll he goes go. into the of holding.
0: Uh, as you gather around the dragon, your imaginary horses, I don't know about these horses. You've been theoretically traveling on horseback, but we never seem to worry where they are. So I'm assuming they're there. Yeah, right? they're I mean, tied. They, up, yeah. 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 But I mean, they weren't there when you fought the dragon on the way here, right? I mean it's not like, and you didn't leave them outside, otherwise the dragon would have eaten. I them. Think so somehow we, no, I no, think they're no, just hand no. I think they're just they're a special hand wave. They're tied horses. up inside. Right. They're all tied up inside, man. Yeah. They just can't, you they're know. are getting relax. a bit hungry. So we'll feed them. You feed your horses, you organise yourself for your journey north. He's talking about the Lake of the Cold Sky. You know what the Lake of the Cold Sky is. It's a huge lake, almost a kind of inland sea, north of somewhere called Elmshire. Parker knows of Elmshire. Elmshire is the town a little bit north of the Twilight Monastery where he grew up. And Elmshire is like a kind of town of trappers and, you know, lumberjacks and whatever, mountainy people. Okay. As you are getting your horses organized, a couple of weird things happen. Mm. The first weird thing that happens is a creature... Appears in the little clearing, just appears out of nowhere. Like, it's a little green, winged, demony looking thing. It's got one green and one grey eye, mm. and it is holding a little wooden chest, a bit like. The dice box. Uh, readers, you wouldn't know what our dice box looks like. But it's a little wooden chest. It's a nice dice with box. With that sort of curvy lid, like pirate chest. Right, it's a very nice dice box. I'd it's say it was about dice box. eight to ten inches it's long and about nice six inches deep. It just appears and it proffers this chest to you. The second weird thing that happens is that next to it, there is a sort of flicker of reality. And you hear a sort of high-pitched voice, which is like weirdly familiar. There's a sort of garbled conversation. And then appearing next to this thing with the chest is the figure of Cuthbert Out Splinter. Hello. Oh, my God. And oh. we will find out <sighs> what Cuthbert is doing there. Oh. And what he wants from you <laughs> when we pick things up next <laughs> week. <laughs> Fuck. I Cock. love it. I know, no, you fucking do. He's
1: Dead. <laughs> dead.
0: The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright
1: Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Cyrus game. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and
0: we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you